Hello, Baltimore, Birdland, and beyond. Uh, welcome to episode 31 of Bleacher Birds. Uh, Jimmy and Matt here. Recording on a special Sunday night after there is no Ravens game. But we'll touch on the Ravens later. Um, Matt, what's going on with you, my friend? How was your Thanksgiving? Well, uh, yeah, uh, it, was, it was interesting this year. Yeah? Definitely one for the record books or non-record books i guess you could say i'm sure the listeners are dying to know did you or did you not go see uh mama gardner they're dying to know of course i did yeah good boy i did i went and saw her we um we brought her some royal farms chicken nice (laughs) (laughs) nothing says thanksgiving like royal farms chicken well it was the closest thing to a turkey we could find at that at that uh, late hour you and justin tucker yeah, yeah, and um, luckily it was warm enough, so we ate on the back deck. Oh, okay. Had a nice chicken dinner, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, went our separate ways. But um, yeah, it was interesting. But my, my mom was cool with that. She she understands completely. She's she was on board with. Let's skip this one to have many more. Gotcha. Yeah, how was yours? Mine was fantastic. Um, I I went the other way. Um, the hot Irish wife and, uh, daughter and I went over to my parents. Um, my sister and my nephew were there as well. Uh, we sat down around the table, had a nice classic, uh, Thanksgiving meal. Um, and then from there we went over to the in-laws and, uh, played a few games with them and then, uh, and then came home. Yeah. And you had yourself a you had yourself a regular YOLO Thanksgiving, huh? Yeah, regular YOLO Thanksgiving. Um, you know, he <laughs> <you> just <clears throat> we we double checked the uh, double checked the windows, make sure Larry wasn't looking in. Um, my mother went next door to the neighbors to let them know uh, what was going on and that who was coming over to her house. Um, Are you talking about Larry Hogan? No, no, no she yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, uh, she, she was letting them, letting, uh, but she was letting my neighbors know who all was going over to the house because, Uh you know, we, we don't want the neighbors calling, oh my God, they've got 10 people, they've got 12 people, they've got whatever. We had three, four, five, six, seven people. Seven. Okay. So, um, Larry will let that slide. I thought you might have had like a creepy, I thought they might have had like a creepy, next door neighbor named Larry that was looking in the windows or something. No, you, you always got to watch out for, uh, for Larry Hogan, just peeping, okay. peeping through the window. We made sure that all the shades were, <laughs> uh, shades were down and closed. And, uh, all right. but again, our party was seven. So it was under the, uh, under the protocol of 10. So we were good. Yeah. You were five. You Well, I thought it was 12, but yeah, you're three under, man. You could have, you could have invited some of those neighbors over. Yeah, let's see here. Mom, dad, sister, me, Chase, uh, Alyssa, and hot Irish wife. So, yeah, seven. Good. Eight if you count the dog. Do you count the dog? Mm, I don't know. I mean, can dogs get it? That's been a debate this whole time. So, I don't, I, I'm, count, I'm counting it. That's eight. I, I tell you what, that's not a question that I want to bring up because you, – God forbid some idiot is listening to this and decides to go ahead and test Ken dogs catch COVID. <laughs> oh, that's already been going on, man. I swear to God, if I if I were to find somebody like that, I'd, well, let's not get into cats, that. dogs, cats, dogs, parakeets. They're they're testing them all. You know, I'm not too worried about parakeets. I had one parakeet, and that was a bit of an ass. <laughs> okay. Did you really? I don't remember that. You don't remember Jack? My senior year of high school, I had a parakeet named Jack. <laughs> Did I ever see this guy? Did I ever see him? He's blue and yellow. I don't know. You mm-hmm. might have. Maybe. Maybe. Anywho, uh, so aside your uh, aside your Thanksgiving, anything else going on today? Did you uh, or this week? Did you decorate the uh, decorate the apartment for the uh, upcoming holiday? Yeah, man, we busted everything out. We did it. We did it like really early. Nutcrackers galore. 
Yeah, no nutcrackers, but we got the tree up. All right. It's all decorated. We got some stuff hanging from the walls. All right. So are you a color tree or are you a white tree? Oh, we're green, but we are artificial. So we got a green artificial tree in here. Okay, but but the lights, are you... What color... Are you going with color lights or are you going with white lights? We got one of those, like, um, where the lights already come on it. Uh-huh. And they're all white. <laughs> and we don't... We, like, we don't add anything, so we just leave that. And then we just leave the color to all, like, the ornaments. <clears throat> and we got a bunch of those, the, the, uh, the bulbs and everything. <laughs> Matt, you gotta have some color on your tree. I just told you we got the ornaments, we got the colored balls hanging from there. I mean, it's it's just disappointing. It's classy, man. No, it's classy. It's well, I'll let you know the uh, the hot Irish wife agrees with you. Say her uh, her tree is currently up upstairs. It has uh, just the plain white lights along with white and red decorations and red ribbon wrapped around it. Wow. Uh, very, very classy and very, very boring. What does your tree look like? You got you got multiple trees in there. That's correct, sir. Say, air uh, <clears throat> the fun tree, as uh, as I like to call it, and I'm sure Alyssa likes to call it, is going to be uh, down here, down the basement. Uh, we'll be putting that up a little bit later. That's going to have all of the colorful lights and all uh-huh. the colorful and fun ornaments. Everything from Batman to Cal Ripken, uh, you know, ravens, um, just fun things. Scooby-Doo, uh, it, if it's fun, it's going to be on there. No, that and sounds like a mess. It, it's going to be just a holly jolly Christmas, just like the, the Christmas tree that most kids grew up with. that just absolutely love the colorful and the design and just the fun. And <clears throat> that tree will be down here down the basement. Also down the basement, there will be a train running along the bottom of the, uh, the bottom of the tree. You can't go wrong with the tree with the train going around the bottom of the tree. No, that's cool. Yeah. So it looks like Chris Kringle just threw up all over your tree, pretty much on the fun tree, right? Well, you know, I mean, after a little bit of eggnog, Chris Kringle has been known to uh, go ahead and let loose a little bit. So. That's not bad. We got some. We got some crazy decorate. We got some crazy <laughs> ornaments on ours too. So. Did anybody, uh, I can't pull. did anybody decorate the uh, the house? Um, the not yet. Not yet. That does happen, but it hasn't happened yet. And how is that decided? Is that like group project or? No, no, no. That's just that's landlord only. Like she does all that. She takes care of all that stuff. No, oh, okay. She's usually she's good though. Every season she's got something. <laughs> so so she decorates it, and the uh, the renters are just stuck with whatever is on the property oh yeah so does she do like lights around like the windows and things of that sort no 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 nothing like that it's usually just stuff like on the on the deck <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining like yeah you go look out your window and then all of a sudden your creepy landlords over there putting christmas lights around your window <laughs> or god forbid you're trying to go to sleep and like the freaking lights are like lit up like a uh like a hotel sign yeah, got the whole blue light Stop special it. going on. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's why she doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mind. I love Christmas lights, man. That, that that's a uh, that's a contender for uh, for title of this podcast, the blue light special. <laughs> so we'll we'll see which way we go. Uh, yeah. So in addition to everything on the interior, of course, my. Uh, my wife is obsessed with gingerbread men, so there are gingerbread men all over the place, uh, from the kitchen to the living room to the dining room uh, to the bathroom. So, uh, hmm. from the windows to the walls. There's gingerbread men in your halls? That's correct. <laughs> very, very very good. Good job of cleaning that up. Um, yeah, you do anything outside? Men all like over the place. We did do outside. Uh, if you were to come outside of my house, you would find uh, lights going around the uh, above the door, underneath the uh, awning, and then up and above. Um, of course, you know the layout of my house. Not that everybody else does, but um, over the awning of my house, and then where we used to always have a big blank empty space, now we're going to be putting a tree. 
or not a tree, I'm sorry, a wreath. And uh, so we're going to be putting that up, making things a little bit more fun. I uh, went out and got one of those uh, actually today Uh-oh. from the lovely uh, business of One Home Depot. As you know, I do not uh, frequent Lowe's anymore. Uh, so Lowe's is on the naughty list. Uh, so instead, I go ahead and I frequent uh, frequent Home Depot for all of my uh, home repair needs. Mm-hmm. So yesterday around 2 o'clock, I placed an online order for uh, this wreath right here. I'm going to send you a little picture here. Um, okay. But I went ahead and placed a nice little online order for this wreath. It's usually 100 bucks. They had on sale for forty nine ninety nine. Uh, I thought that was a good good deal. It's a little LED tinsel uh, wreath that's about three foot, three foot by three foot. And yeah, I was going to put that right in the center. I sent you kind of the layout of my house right on where it was going to be. And uh, yeah, I thought that would be a thought that would be a good fit. Oh man, you got a whole you got a whole setup. You got the. Now, are those like blow-ups you got off front? Yeah, off so, front the, uh, so the inflatable uh, gingerbread children, and then we have a uh, eight-foot penguin. <laughs> so we have little uh, little three-foot gingerbread children, then an eight-foot penguin. Oh, my God. Those are new. I haven't seen those. No, we've we've had those. We've had those every year. Have they been up? Yeah. Oh, man, maybe I just don't come around Christmas. Yeah, maybe not. So... Uh, you could always uh, switch that up, swing by for the game on uh, Tuesday. You know, I heard COVID cases are going down. Uh, no need to worry anymore. Say nobody's got it anymore. So you're welcome to go ahead and swing by the house and watch the uh, watch your Ravens game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'll be able to demonstrate my uh, my Christmas decorations for you. Well, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll drive by one night. We'll drive by? Yeah, we'll honk when we drive by. Right. Well, I'll let you know when the wreath gets up because the wreath's not up yet. Okay. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out how to mount that bad boy. So. Well, it looks good. Looks good. Looks very festive. Yeah. Well, um, I'll save you the long, drawn-out story of uh, my trip to Home Depot and the hell I went through to go ahead and get said wreath. But um, just know that I placed an online order yesterday at 2 p.m. They said within two hours you'll be contacted with a confirmation. No confirmation came through. I drove by. Home Depot today at 11 o'clock, uh, 22 hours later, no one had pulled the damn thing, and by mere coincidence, I found it up uh, up in their top stock uh, from looking down from the ground level. I found it up in their top stock after they had told me that they didn't have any. So I was getting ready to go ahead and buy their display, and it was just like, you know what? I'll buy the damn display. I don't care. I got a hot Irish wife at home that wants a Christmas wreath. Do you think I'm coming home empty-handed? <laughs> no. Listen to you throwing out terms for everybody top stock. I'm telling you, say, Home Depot was very, very close, my friend, uh, to to making a certain list. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I figured I would go ahead and hold back. I figured we've got enough non-sports-related things. So uh, so they will not remain – they will not uh, be joining the list. Not yet. For now. So, anywho, so that's everything that's going on with us. But why don't we jump into what everybody's truly here for? Uh, let's talk a little bit. Orioles baseball. Yes, you, believe it or not, it's December. Well, November, but it'll be December by the time you hear this. And we're going to be talking about Orioles baseball. What are the chances? So, uh, Orioles made a move this week. They claimed infielder slash outfielder Chris Shaw from the San Francisco uh, Giants this week. And uh, in a corresponding move, uh, they released Tom Eshelman. So Tom Eshelman, no longer an Oriole. Um, Thank you for your service, sir. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best. Right. I mean, uh, let's just, let's be honest. Tom Eshelman was one of those guys that was just eating up innings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he sucked. (laughs) <laughs> he 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 that's one word thing yeah yeah yep i don't know who this shawl guy is either but yeah tom eshelman he was just an inning beater well chris Shaw's gonna be a huge improvement um this guy right here he's just absolutely knocking the cover off the ball let's see here so this is 
This guy, he's he's not a real young man. Actually, he made his major league ba- debut in 2018, so just two years ago. Um, but mm-hmm. it's not he's not incredibly young. He's not an old guy, but he's 27 years uh, 27 years old. <clears throat> Let's see here, oh lord, he came out of Boston, Boston College, Stoneham, <laughs> Massachusetts. Oh lord, here we go. All right, but I'm, I'm I'm sure he's got some solid numbers here. Solid numbers. Let's see here, 2018. Uh, 10 for 54, uh, batted 185, uh, 10 hits, 54 at bat, seven RBIs and seven walks. So, you know, it's a small sample size, but that's what he did in 2018. So, uh, San Francisco decided to bring him up in 2019 and go ahead and give him, uh, give him some at bats and see what he could do there. He went one for 18. Uh, and two walks, and he hit point zero fifty six. Right. Well, you got to give him a shot. So, uh, nothing for nothing. You know, he, he's not necessarily going to hurt us. He's got a, you know, he, he's got what I could best describe as uh, as rookie face. And uh, <laughs> you, you, you'll understand that, and I'll understand that, but nobody else will understand that. All right. And good old rookie eyes. Looks like he came straight out of Biddeford, Maine. <laughs> Throwback. So, he, so he's a doe-eyed young boy, huh? That's correct, sir. <laughs> well, so this is the hottest news coming out of the Oriole uh, camp right now. It absolutely is. <laughs> so it is December. Yes, sir. So it's it's <laughs> the hottest news coming out leading up to the uh, Rule 5 draft in uh, well, just about 10 days, my friend. So, again, so I imagine this podcast going to be coming out on Tuesdays. That seems to be our new, uh, new hot day. Um but so that'll be December first. December tenth is the draft, and uh, we've got this week and next week. I imagine next week we're going to be talking all about the Rule Five Draft, uh, what you'd want to see us take, um, who you don't necessarily want to lose. We know who's protected. We probably don't necessarily know all the names of who's not, but um, I imagine that's what we'll be talking about next week because. Ain't like we're going to be talking about anything else. This is the first time I'm going to be looking into the Rule 5 draft. Well, say again, we touched on it last week. So we've we've gotten some gotten some good ones. We've gotten some bad ones. And we've gotten some in-betweens. And that's really what the Rule 5 draft can give you. It can, sometimes you can knock it out of the park and go ahead and you get yourself a, uh, you know, Anthony Santander. Um, sometimes you get yourself a Jay Gibbons who... Uh, you know, it does all right for a couple of years and then gets busted for steroids. Right. Um, you know, and then sometimes you get a uh, uh, John Smith, you know. Sometimes you get a Ryan one, Clarity. One time you'll get a Santander, and 99 times you'll get a bunch of Eshelmans. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But uh, looking forward to that, looking forward to doing some research about that, say, because I need uh, – I need to do some research on that. I need to uh, need to just take my mind off of all of the BS that's going on in the world right now. And for some odd reason, the NFL just can't get away from it. No, well, you can see why. Yeah. So, um, but uh, that'll be a little teaser. Um, why don't we stay in baseball here, though? Um, you got anything else Orioles related? No man. No. All right. Slow week in uh, Baltimore Orioles. Welcome to uh, <laughs> welcome to Birdland, Chris Shaw. Who I didn't even bother to put your H in your name, Chris, because well, I don't plan on you making much of a difference at all. Okay. So, um, anywho, why don't we stay in baseball? And why don't we jump on over to the KBO and the KBO World Champion NC. Dinos! Da da dee doo, dee doo, dee doo, da 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 Well, it finally happened for you. 
I had to I had to get one last one in as I figure this is probably our f- final KBO update of the season and probably forever. Yeah, I figure you'd be singing on this one since your boys won. Did you watch a game? Absolutely not. Well, I'm a little ticked off because I don't think ESPN aired um, Game 5 anyway. They didn't air Game 5? They didn't air Game 5. I was looking all over for it, couldn't find it. And then I saw a spoiler that the the Diners won that one. Mm -hmm. So then I was just just hoping for Game 6 to be aired at least, and it was. And yeah, your your dinos won. But I, I don't mind. I'm I'm like I'm happy they won. They haven't won yet, so. Well, Matt, it's not like I, I'm, I, I'm. I just sent you. I just sent you a little something. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you and I matching uh, matching shirts for <laughs> Christmas this year. All right. All right, and you're gonna be this uh this shirt right here. Are you seeing it now, my friend? I saw it. Yeah. There you go. So, NC Dinos 2020 champions. Uh, 2020 KBO champions and uh, Swole Daddy right up there in the center. What size shirt are you rocking now? Are you rocking the large or the medium? Yeah, large is probably good. All right. We're going to make that happen. All right. I'll hold you to that just like I hold you, held you to watching a game. All right. But let's talk Let's talk about the, the, the best part about this whole thing. We going to talk about the Master Sword? Yes. Yes. So you saw the pictures of this thing, right? Yeah. So I saw the pictures of uh, of the Master Sword or the or <laughs> the uh, the Voltron Sword or um, what? What are some other legendary swords? Uh, Excalibur. The, the thing that just went straight through my head is um, He Man. Ah, yes, Master of the Universe. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah man. Well, so the, the picture that we have here is of uh, NC Dino's legend. Uh, what was that name? Uh, that name was, and he's just—he's holding the sword <laughs> up in the air, uh, just as you said, almost a la He-Man, uh, screaming, "I have the power!" <laughs> huh? Oh yeah, man, that thing is awesome. Now I wish that was like the actual tro- the trophy they had. Uh-huh. I mean, their trophy looked kind of cool too. Did you see the the real one? Yeah, yeah, it's okay, right? Yeah, but nothing compared to that sword, man. Where that sword came from? Hey, Matt, I've <clears throat> I've got it. That uh, that player's name was Yang Ug. Oh, Ug Yang, yeah, yeah. Yang Ug. Right. Yeah. Y- you've talked about him before. You know that, right? Yeah. He's a catcher. That's why I said NC Dino Legend. Yuji Yang. Okay, all right, all right. I just didn't hear the first time. The first time it sounded like a garbled mess. Yeah, they get, they get, they go on, not go you, you got, you got cut out or something. Yeah. Oh man, that's disappointing. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, Yuji Yang holding that sword. Yeah, let, let, so, let's not discount Yuji Yang. No, man, he, he ended up being the MVP of the series. The series. Yeah. So he yeah, gets that. that sword as the MVP, right? Oof, I don't know about that. <laughs> Does that sword go to the MVP? I certainly hope so. Dear I think it just God. goes. To the, I think it just goes to the team. Dude, I'm gonna go play baseball in the KBO and try to win the uh, KBO championship and be the MVP just to win that sword. That's what I'm saying, man. Doesn't that alone make you want to watch this this uh, league now? And that alone makes me want that sword. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun league right there. That gives that as a trophy. Yeah. But that came from um, so the the name NC Dinos. If you didn't know, mm-hmm. most of, most of these teams have a sponsor, and that's where the first part of their name comes from. Mm-hmm. So this team's owned by a company called NC Soft, which is like a mobile game developer. Mm-hmm. So in one of their games called Lineage, they have a a sword that you can get, and it's called the Execution Sword. And this is a replica of it. So they presented it to them when they won. Pretty nice, nice huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, say it's um, it's pretty much the game's most powerful item. <laughs> you talking about the baseball game or the or the video the, game? The the sword right here from uh from this game is is the most powerful item. I'm I'm reading up on it now, as you mentioned. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have to find out. Let's see if we can't get a uh, 
Let's see if we can't get a copy of that. What, the sword? Yeah, yeah, see, see if we can't get a replica of that sword. Oh, I'm sure they're making them left and right now. I'm sure they are. Huge, uh, huge series, huge win. Um, you know, there were some people, I won't mention any names, that doubted the dinos, that said that, you know, the, the rest could be dangerous for them. Um, that they would go ahead and develop some rust um, over not playing, but just clearly they weren't just sitting on the couch just like with their legs kicked up watching the other team <laughs> play. So obviously the manager had them uh, just working diligently uh, just to prepare for this championship game. And, uh, you know, it, it, preparation paid off. Now, I'll tell you this much. I'm looking at the picture of the uh, two players holding the trophy, of the actual trophy. And ha- have you seen Have you seen this picture that I'm talking about? I don't know. Uh, let's. See. I think I'm looking at it. Yeah. So, yeah. They got gloves. They got gloves on. Everything. Yeah, and it looks like it says Peon series. <laughs> so, so well, these obviously, are the. Are the champions of the world peon series? <laughs> well, obviously, it's wrapping. It's the word champion wrapped around the trophy. Well, I would hope so, but I don't. I don't see the other side. Okay. Now, all I see is the peon series. So these guys are holding up the trophy from the peon series. It looks like uh, it looks like all the players got medals as well, mm-hmm. and then all the players had their own box. Um, that looks like it's approximately six feet apart, which is good. Um, and they're all standing on their box as the uh, as the uh, two gentlemen from the team are holding the trophy up. Yeah, so that, that, that seems like a true, like the right way to celebrate a uh, celebrate a win. That's what I was gonna say. A little bit different from the from the Dodgers, huh? Yeah, you don't see uh, Justin Turner who has COVID running around like hugging and like jumping on top of people no 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 these guys are serious about what they do it's a little bit more control well these guys took it seriously man they had a good season they did everything Mm -hmm. right and uh they had a full season and they they set an example of how sports should be played i guess during this area this era yeah in a bubble in a bubble they weren't they weren't even in a bubble but they were they were they not implemented these rules where they were they had to wear masks in the dugout in between innings, you know? Mm. So they were doing it right, man. So uh seems like some leagues could uh, could learn from that. Yeah, we'll talk about them soon, huh? Yeah, yeah. So uh so all right, Matt. So the KVO, uh this is this is your baby. Um I'm not gonna wrap you up short on this. I'm I'm gonna let you anything else that uh anything else that we need to talk about? Is there anything that you took from this season? Uh, were you were you surprised how much that you got drawn into uh, drawn into the KBO? Were uh, were you not surprised? Do you think that the KBO now has one more fan for uh, you know the rest of eternity, or will you at least give it another shot next year? Or what's uh, what's your final judgment on this? Well, I think you know I'm all in, man. Uh, the one thing that surprised me was how much I did like it when I watched it. And this, when this, <laughs> when this thing was going on, it was the only sport going. Yeah. So I had to get into, I had to get into, and I was sitting at home every day. So I was, I was watching these every day. And um, yeah, so it did surprise me that I got into it so much, but mm. it's, it's, it's baseball. So it's not that surprising that I want to stick with it and keep watching it. So it, it was fun, man. Yeah. Well, the uh, you know your options were either watch the KBO game or plug into some video game that you probably already played seventy five times, or you know God forbid have a conversation with another human being. You know, well I did all that as well, but yeah, well, for okay. at least three hours of my day when I was home, I was watching this game. <laughs> Waking up early at uh, at the crack of dawn to go ahead and watch some. Korean baseball. Why not? Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and we'll close the uh, close the book on the KBO. Oh Lord! Um, but you're happy this is over, huh? You know, it, it 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 honestly it was the most exciting part of our podcast for me, and I'm just I'm truly going to miss it. 
I'm going to miss learning about uh, about all of the players that I've never heard of and probably will never hear of again. Um, I'm going to miss uh, I'm going to miss Swole Daddy, um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I tell you what, I'm really going to miss. I'm going to miss rooting for a winner and just knowing that my team is dominating and in first place. And, um, you know, we, we got a couple of years before the Orioles are there and, uh, <laughs> looks like we got a few years before the Ravens are there again, but, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's all right. Say we'll have our 2020 Dino, uh, world champion t-shirts. And, um, you know, when people see us at uh, see us at the ballpark rocking them, they'll know exactly who we are. Yeah, team, you, team, you never watch. That's right. All right. And like it, it, maybe you know, maybe you're onto something. Maybe the Dinos are like the New York Yankees. As, as I became a true Dinos fan. My goodness! Enough with the bottles. All right. Enough with the bottles already. All right. Well, again, say so let's close the book on uh, KBO and say sayonara and konnichiwa. Birdland Sports for fans by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com. You know, usually we would be covering the Ravens game. Uh, we'd be talking about uh, just finally just dripping that win out of the clutches of defeat. Or we'd be playing you some broken wings right now. Um, but, you know, it something happened this week, Matt. <laughs> So, yeah, something did happen. Something did, in fact, happen. So, uh, apparently, the Ravens had a little bit of a COVID problem. And uh, this all started on, I believe it was Monday, when it was reported that Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson uh, had tested positive. So, here's... Actually, it didn't even start with Lamar. Um Friday Friday was a confirmation of Lamar. There was a, there was a rumor, but Friday was a confirmation. So let's go back. Let's take a look back. Last Monday, uh, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, and Brandon Williams um, were all placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. On Tuesday, Pernell McPhee joined. On Wednesday, Calais Campbell, Patrick McCarr, and Matt Skura all joined. Thursday, Jihad Ward decided that he wanted to jump on the bandwagon. Uh, Friday was the uh, was the biggest uh, biggest blow of where Lamar Jackson uh, landed on the list, along with Patrick Ricard, uh, Justin Matabuike, and Morgan Cox. And I feel like the the one that gets lost in all of this because of the the Lamar Jackson talk mm-hmm. is Morgan Cox, and. How many guys do you know that could be long snappers, Matt? <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's kind of an important job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether, whether it be for, uh, you know, whether, whether it be for the field goals or, well, I guess it'd be for the field goals or the uh, point after touch. But um, I think it's kind of an important position and it's very, very overlooked uh Specifically in this situation, you can't have Matt Skura try it. No, you, you certainly can't. He couldn't snap the ball to uh, Lamar when he was in the shotgun, much less yeah. uh, all the way back. So, but I'm not done yet because so on Saturday, Jalen Ferguson, uh, DJ Fluker, Will Holden, Broderick Washington, Tavon Young, and Khalil Dorsey all joined the. Uh, the reserve COVID-19 list. So that was enough. Uh, the NFL determined that the game there, you know, the game obviously Thursday had to be postponed. It was postponed to Sunday. Um, after all of these names came out, there's no way in hell that we could play on Sunday. Um, so the game got moved to Tuesday. Well, did you see the three names added to the list today? I did, but why don't you refresh my memory here? All right, so uh, earlier on, it was announced that uh, Mark Andrews uh, was placed on the list as well. 
Uh, Mark Andrews has um, diabetes and is considered high risk, so it's a little scary for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Matt Judon uh, joined the list as well. And last but not least, now Willie Sneed joins the list. So basically on Tuesday, I, I don't see how we're even going to field a team. Uh, how long do you have to wait um, for all this to clear up? It's it's going to be Bob Griffin um, taking the ball and passing it to either Hollywood Brown or Justin Tucker. That's what we're looking at. I I mean honestly that it's I mean how many names did I, did I name there? No, no. You know one two three four five six seven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two players, Matt. Yeah. Cakes. Jim Palmer. Twenty-two players are on the reserve COVID list. How can this game even possibly be expected to be played on Tuesday? There's no way it can. Can any of those guys play, even the ones that were announced like early on? I don't think so. Yeah, I I don't think so, and um, you know, and Lamar, uh, I believe, will be out for two games now, so he's going to miss the uh, he's going to miss this game against the Steelers, which honestly, if if we play it, let's just go ahead and draw it up as it is. It's a loss, and then we've got the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and I feel like if we were at full strength, we'd be talking about how much of a relief it is to finally just be playing the Cowboys and how much of an easy win that'll be. And we go ahead and ride that win into Cleveland and, uh, you know, go ahead and bump the Browns back to uh, where they belong in third place in the division. Uh, But that's not even possible as the Browns uh, won today by the skin of their teeth against Jacksonville. So we basically have to win out, my friend. Um, You know, again, Chalking this game up as a loss, but Cowboys, Browns, Jaguars, Giants, and Bengals. All very winnable games, but we need to uh, take care of our own business and win this, win these games. But we need to make sure our guys stay safe and actually get onto the field. Yeah, if we can actually get a team on the field. So, you know, worst-case scenario with this, I mean, we – we talked about it before uh, before the season even started. Like, how are these guys going to be able to play football together? How are they, you know, you knew that one team was going to come down with it. And you were just like, please, not my team. Please, not my team. Well, it's our team. So, um, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I was at the point of where I was just like, I was drawing the season up as a, uh, as a wash anyway. Um, you know, I thought maybe we'd be able to sneak into the playoffs, but you know, I'm I'm curious with what the NFL does. Um, you know, they they push their game back twice, from Thursday to Sunday, Sunday to Tuesday. They had to push our Thursday night game against the Cowboys back to Monday, and then from the Cowboys game again, we'll play on a short week against the Browns on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Am I reading this right? So we play we play the Browns on the fourteenth and then the Jaguars on the twentieth. So that's six days. So are we playing on a Saturday? No, I guess it's a Sunday. No, yeah. We're playing the Cowboys on Monday, right? Yeah. So yeah. we're playing the Cowboys on Monday. Oh, we play the uh we play the Browns on a Monday too. Okay. So because the Browns are the fourteenth. So seventh, fourteenth, and then twentieth. So not really a uh, short week going Monday to Monday, I guess. No. This whole season, man, I I, I knew teams are going to lose people. I didn't know. It was, it was, yeah, you're right. I was just hoping it wasn't going to be our team, though. But it seems well, like every every week, one like one team or another has has played without like a star. Mm-hmm. So this whole season, man, it's been like a watered down NFL season, I think. So, do you think? Uh, do you think that there's another podcast out there somewhere uh, that have their own idiot list? They're going to go ahead and put the Ravens on their list as the first NFL team to. But I guess we're not the first NFL team, right? No, no. I mean, there's been plenty of teams down with it. Yeah. 
So, but I mean, plenty this, of... this is easily the most disastrous case. <laughs> we just did it bigger than anybody. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, go, go, go big or go home, and uh, we we like to go big. Mm. So, but yeah, this whole season, man, it's, it's. I was looking at the the games today, mm-hmm. and like some of these games are just complete blowouts, and I'm thinking that this has got to be an effect of people not playing. Just look at the Saints, man. They the Saints played the Broncos with no QB today. <laughs> no quarterback at all. Yeah, they did basically. The, I mean, the, the, the Broncos used was someone that played quarterback in college, but was switched yeah. over to a wide receiver. Yeah, and they were they were thinking about like activating one of the coaches to be the quarterback for this week. Yeah, and to, I, be, to be fair, Elway was like, thinking about coming out of retirement. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, to be fair, like, my two years Peyton Manning was there. Mm-hmm. Teams have been playing the Broncos without a quarterback for a while now, but. Oh, boy. <laughs> at least they had, like, an, I don't know, an NFL quarterback in that spot. Don't you insult Tim Tebow like that. <laughs> or Joe Flacco. What's wrong with you? I forgot about him. <laughs> but really, if those are the two names you're pulling. <clears throat> yeah. But you know what I mean. Though. So that game was what, like forty-one to three, I think it was today. Yeah, it was terrible. See if uh, if anybody's out there playing fantasy, everybody's to go ahead and jumping on, um, ju- jumping on the Saints defense. Mm-hmm. So I know I looked for him. So, but I don't, I don't know, man. This this season, maybe it's just because it's close to home now. Yeah, because these next couple games are going to be rough for us. I thought this season was rough already, but this is going to be bad. Yeah. So, but um, I, I, I'm maybe it's because of that. But is this season even going to be legitimate? I, I think the baseball season felt feels more legitimate than this now. So I I missed when. No, I I said that he was on Erica. I thought I saw a new name added to the list. So, but actually, I'm seeing will be 23. So clearly, there's somebody that I missed here. Mm-hmm. Cox. Did I, did I say Cox? Yeah, the long snapper. Okay. I don't know who I'm, I don't know who I'm missing. Clearly, I was missing somebody. But it, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're going to be playing with a job squad full of guys of just, like, a bunch of people thrown together. Bob Griffin's going to be running for his life as soon as he gets the ball. What happened to Martel? I don't know, but the way Falco's running there, and that look he has in his eye, he thinks he's going to play. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a bunch of direct snaps to um, to Gus Edwards oh, in just yeah. hopes of him just like just running, just plowing through the line. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I'll tell you this. It, it, what I'm most disappointed in is Steelers fans. And I shouldn't be surprised because they're the absolute epitome of trash in the NFL. Um, you know, they're the New York Yankees fans of baseball. Um, they make Cowboys fans look good and tolerable. They're just, they're absolute idiots. These guys calling out Baltimore saying like, saying that the Ravens did this intentionally because they didn't want to play the Steelers this week. Um, making fun of players for catching it. Like I've seen um, just, you know, on on Facebook feeds and Twitter feeds about just like all this, just like, you know, making fun of Lamar because Lamar got it. Guys, this is a serious situation. And everything was fun in games and everything was fair game to just go ahead and make fun of people because they got it and this person got it and that person got it. But, you know, Juju uh, Smith-Schuster's tweeting out about, you know, uh, this is BS. I got cheated out of my Thursday night Thanksgiving game. Um, Chase Claypool's doing the same thing. Uh, Eric Ebron's pretending that he's important and that somebody gives a damn about him talking about it. So all of these uh, Steeler players are just like setting the uh, setting the example for how idiots act about this. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster four days ago. 
At first, the NFL takes away our bye week because another team can't get their COVID situation together. Now they take away our Thanksgiving primetime game for the same reason. SMH. Um, let's see if I can find uh, Chase Claypool's. But Chase Claypool basically said something similar. Well, you know what the... Here we go. All right. Chase Claypool four days ago. What a joke. Dot, dot, dot. Um, and then he retweeted his what a joke dot dot dot. And then after that, two days ago, he tweets out Thursday, no Sunday. Okay, Tuesday. And then Eric Ebron, who is just like, he's literally riding the Steelers coattails into the season. Um, Go figure. He's the one guy that I can't find. But he goes ahead and tweet. He went ahead and jumped on the bandwagon and tweeted out something too. And it's just like, it, dude, you're literally riding your team's coattails. Like, you've done nothing. You're the 17th ranked tight end in the NFL. There's 16 guys better than you. You know, you're, you're middle of the pack tight end, and you're literally riding Ben Roethlisberger throwing to you. Like, you're riding. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool and you're riding everybody else. You're literally just there. You know, you're just a guy on the team. Like, you're not important, dude. Like, get over yourself. Um, let's see what we got here. Oh, he, he he's real active on freaking Twitter. This guy just doesn't know how to shut up. Here we go. Uh, Ian Rappaport, four days ago, Steelers players are very upset, but if this keeps them safer, that is a win for all. COVID forces everyone to adjust whether they like it or not. And then Eric Ebron retweeted this and said, well, 49ers played, dot, 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 never mind. Uh, I'm not going to lie at NFL, this is bullshit. It's just like, you know, these guys are freaking idiots. And it amazes me. It actually it it doesn't amaze me. Say Eric Ebron's the only one that's still running his mouth. Well, the Steelers aren't exactly clean in all this either. Well, and that's the point that I'm getting to. It, the Steelers, like like you said, say they're they're not clean in this at all. Um, you know, now now I'm forgetting the guy's name. James Conner. <laughs> there we go. James Conner, their running back, uh, who just fought cancer and beat his won his battle with cancer, you know, a year or two ago. Uh, this man survived cancer. Now all of a sudden he comes down with COVID. You know, now all of a sudden it's a serious situation. Well, you know, what do they say about throwing stones or, you know, throwing bricks at glass houses and, you know, mm-hmm. it just, it, mind your own goddamn business. You know, Steelers go ahead and run their mouths and now all of a sudden one of their guys has got it. And it's like, well, oh, wait, hold on. This might be kind of a serious situation. You know, or you can go the other route of, you know, you've got Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool who both shut the hell up, which was the right thing to do. They never should have run their mouths anyway. And then you got Eric Ebron's dumbass who's still flapping his gums. <laughs> you know, and again, Eric Ebron is nothing. You know, Eric Ebron probably was put, is about as skillful as a guy that was pushing carts outside of Home Depot when I went and got my Christmas wreath today. <laughs> you know, Eric Ebron is an absolute nobody that was drafted way too early, uh, was a whole bunch of hype for the D- Detroit Lions, and he showed why he belonged on that team, because he's terrible. You know, if I were to just Google bad tight end, Eric Ebron's picture is going to go- going to come up. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking at these guys for, like, nuggets of wisdom about this whole thing. No, but it's just like, it, it's, you know, we, we've talked about it, and we try to talk about it as little as possible, but we've talked about the fact that, hey, guys, there is a pandemic going on. This is serious. And meanwhile, they're talking about, like, they're trying to make it seem as if it's a part of the Ravens Steelers rivalry that we all tried to get COVID just so we didn't have to play the Steelers. But shut up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just like it's, that's, it's that's ridiculous. Tough. 
And, you know, and I belong to a bunch of these, you know, trash talk pages and things of that sort. And it's just like, it's okay to talk about your team beating another team. It's okay to talk about somebody like not playing up to where their level is. And, you know, if Lamar played like trash to say that he played like trash and to say that, you know, Ben is the king of the of the AFC North or, you know, to say whatever. But this is fucking serious shit. Excuse me. This is serious business, you know? Mm-hmm. This is life and death here. Like, we've got people that are literally dying every single day. And meanwhile, these idiots are worried about a fucking child's game. They're worried about a football game. Cancel the fucking game. I don't care. You know, and you know me better than most. You know that I'm a diehard Ravens fan. You know that I love football. I love baseball. Like, sports, like, are my thing. I love sports. Cancel the damn, you know, cancel the damn season. Let, let's let's take a two-week bye. Let's, you know, do something. Let's get our shit together. And then go ahead and resume. What's it matter if stuff gets pushed back? Nobody's going to the Super Bowl this year. There aren't going to be any fans there. You know, what's it going to cost to go ahead and push it back? Who else is using that damn stadium? Nobody. Nobody is using any one of these stadiums because there's nothing going on. You know? I um, mean, yeah, it's going to take something serious for anything like that to happen. We're, we're talking about a game here. What? How serious does it have to get? 25 players on a 53-man roster have come down with this or have had contact with someone that has this. You know, and and I was going to touch on the uh, touch on the on the conspiracy theory that's going around, um, but I I'm not even going to dignify it. But I, I'll tell you what it is. I, I'll I'll tell you what the story was. But I'm not even going to pretend like it matters here. Steve Saunders is the head head strength and conditioning coach. All right. He's been a strength and conditioning coach for five years. From 2005 to 2009, he was independently contract, contracted by more than 20 Pittsburgh Steelers players for advanced strength and speed training, rehab, and recovery during the 2005-2009 seasons, assisting the team to two Super Bowl titles in 2005 and 2008. So this guy's worked for the Steelers independently contracted by 20 Steelers. So the big joke going around was that this was an inside job, that this guy was planted uh, in Baltimore to go ahead and um, just destroy us from the inside. Give everybody COVID. It's a bit of a stretch. (laughs) Bit of a stretch, guys. Well, that's true. This guy should be arrested for manslaughter. Right. But I, I don't know anymore. You know, it's just like I, I talked earlier with you about it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, I like, guess this is going to be a short podcast, but I guess I went off on a little bit of a rant. <laughs> and uh, and I apologize, and I don't necessarily know how much of it is uh, is podcast worthy or how much isn't. But the fact of the matter is, is that there's a damn pandemic going on. People are really catching this. It's really a serious thing. Um, 23 players have been affected and will not be playing this week because of it. Um, tweet literally came out uh, about an hour ago from somebody from the Baltimore Sun saying that the NFL stated that, uh, here we go, uh, Jonas Schaefer of the Baltimore Sun, NFL spokesman says there is no change to the status of Tuesday's game. Ravens versus Steelers is still on. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to play. We're going to be down 23 guys. We're going to have a bunch of practice practice squad guys. We're probably going to lose. Who cares? You know? Yeah, in the grand scheme of it, who cares? But what does it take to get this? What does it take to get a push to week 18, though, like they were talking about? 
I, I don't know. You know, it's just like, who, who cares? <laughs> who cares? There's the NFL season right there. You know, you, you said enough with the bottles. Well, there you go. There's three more bottles for you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, I think I've reached my wits end with this damn pandemic. And, and sorry to get off topic here, but I've been dealing with it since March. You know, just like everybody else has. But I've been working with it. I didn't get the uh, the little quarantine break that everybody else got. You know, and, and I know that there are people working out in the medical field that didn't get that little break that everybody else got. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't necessarily had that same protection that I feel like the medical field usually gets. You know, you, you feel like the people in the medical field probably get... Um, if there's some sort of a super serum, they're the first ones to get it. <laughs> yeah, you, you ever notice that people get, you know, people get sick all the time and they go to the doctor's office, but the people that are at the doctor's office never happen to get sick from the people that are sick they get in that go in there. Just more conspiracy theories. Yeah, more conspiracy theories. I think <laughs> I'm just, I'm just tired, man. It's it's November. It's December. We've been dealing with this nonsense for nine months, and sports has always been an escape for me. And you can't escape anymore. You you can't escape into just the game. You can't escape uh, life and this like this nonsense, like it. And it's not nonsense. It's serious business going on, and it's just like I don't know. I just. I want to watch football. I want to watch baseball. But there's a lot more going on than what's going on. Yeah, which makes what the KBO did even more impressive. It really is. (laughs) Played played 150 games, whatever it was. Played their whole championship series. Didn't have one team come down with an infected player. Didn't have anybody. That's that's the craziest thing. Not one single team had one infected player. And meanwhile, we've got the Ravens here. We've got 53 players and 23 of them are affected. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's over. Well, no, it's not quite half. But, you know, that's that's easily 40% of the team. It's just it's it's crazy to think. And I know I've slowed the podcast down and I know I've brought us kind of to a screeching halt here. But it's just like. It's frustrating, man. It's all right, man. That's what happened in the Ravens season, so yeah. it fits. Yeah. yeah, good 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 luck editing this one. <laughs> all right. I think I'm good. I think I got out everything I need to get out. There you go. All right. We'll bring it home here. So if if this podcast has been good for uh good for nothing else, I've been able to get everything off of my chest. Yeah. Um let's I tell you what, say let's let's celebrate the one bit of happy news uh, that's been brought to us by the NFL and it's been brought to us by the Ravens. And this was uh, this was done yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, Des Bryant officially signed to the fifty-three man roster. Oh wow! Okay. Well, we need him now. <laughs> well, you know, with all the people on the COVID list, they could have just gone ahead and done a COVID call up. Right. But I think uh, <clears throat> I think all the hard work's finally being rewarded. I think it's uh I think it's about time. And uh even if it's Bob Griffin throwing him the ball on Tuesday night, I'm anxious to see Des out there and uh and see what he can do. Yeah, it's his chance to go off. Yeah. So I mean who else is he gonna throw to? Hollywood Brown? Exactly. All right. Well, that's about all I got. I think I uh exuberated all of my uh all of my energy. So you got anything else? I'm good, man. All right. So We'll go ahead and bring this one home. Um, guys, if you want to go ahead and reach out to us, you can reach out to us. Uh, I control the Twitter handle of at BleacherBirds. Uh, you can reach out to Matt at BleacherMatt. You can email us, BleacherBirds at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com backslash BleacherBirds. Uh, drop us a little rating on uh, Apple Pods. Say I could, I could really use a nice little five-star rating to help me get over uh, whatever just overcame me. Um, and, um, you know what? 
Tuesday, we play the Steelers. We'll see what happens. Go Ravens. Let's be honest, Thomas was one of those guys that was just eating up innings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he sucks.